welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yo, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, I know. Welcome to One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Nothing much, but let's just get into it. It's been a sad day for pro wrestling. Very sad day for uh, pro wrestling. Um, rest in peace to the great Dusty Rhodes. Um, he was 69 years old. Um, nothing definitive out yet about his death. They're saying a couple things like uh, he took a fall at home recently. His kidney shut down. Uh, don't want to speculate too much on that, but, um, yeah, um, I was in, I was at work and, uh, Mike, what's going on, Mike, um, texted me the news, uh, and I texted you guys that in the thread, um, right, I, um, wrestlers die all the time, um, but this one hurts a lot, um, I was um, texting with another friend of mine, um, and I brought up to him, like, you know, when I first saw Dusty Rose, like, he was past his prime. Like, he wasn't even a wrestler anymore. He was past his prime before you were born. Right. Um, He, by that time, he was a commentator in WCW. Right. And basically... I started learning about wrestling through the shit Dusty was saying, like, and learning how important the, the angles were and how big of a deal everything was. And just his voice, it was just so captivating. And I thought about that. I was like, man, I might not be, you know, into wrestling high am right now had I not been hooked in the story the way Dusty Rose was, you know, making it sound. Um, when you got the news, James, what did you um, think? Um, for me, I... I... Um, a lot of stuff like when, when, whenever Ric Flair gets brought up or Dusty Rhodes, a lot of it is um, any type of news. The first thing I think of is my mother. Uh, as a kid, as a kid in a single parent home growing up, uh, I you know I, I she put up with a lot of my crap when it, especially when it came to wrestling, mm-hmm. and she would always tell me stories of the stuff that she would watch. And given that we live in the Tampa Bay area. You know, seeing a lot of um, Florida Championship Wrestling and whatnot, and one of the people she said that she saw was Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I, I I ended up calling her and telling her um, the news, and she was kind of like, she started to reminisce about uh, little things. About she sees <laughs> her her main thing was um, there were two guys that she remembers as a kid. The first person was Dusty Rhodes. The second was Ric Flair. And the reason why she remembers so much because they talk so much shit. That they did. And she said, and um, and then uh, it was you know, and then she started reminiscing a little bit, and um, it was it was kind of like a uh, it was kind of like a like a just like a wow. I can't, I you know, you know, people coming in out of. Uh, in and out of wrestling or whatever, and they get older and that kind of thing, and you know, 
but the people that that stick with you are the ones that you know for the most part the ones you grew, you grew up with watching and that was that for her and that and that was just just to see it through her eyes that was that was that's my that was my takeaway my main takeaway mm-hmm. like immediately i started texting some of the uh like guys i know that are older wrestling fans that have seen like my, my friend mike and my friend um howard dante brown um and I asked them both the same question, and I was like, you know, if you could describe Dusty Rhodes, you know, if someone asked you about it, like, what would you say? And um, Dante wrote me back. He was like, just one word, all caps, iconic. Um, then Mike was was like, Dusty Rhodes had the greatest face turn in the history of wrestling. Uh, Mike was actually going. He was in the crowd at those, you know, Florida Championship um, wrestling events. And um, he was Hogan-like, pretty much, in this area. And he pretty much is still was still here today um, over in yeah, NXT. exactly. And, you know, it's a little bit bigger now, like, as far as the square, you know, foot. Well, he went all over the state in Florida, so, you know, can't Dusty really say that. Dusty went everywhere. Yeah. Forget just Florida. He went everywhere. Yeah, like um, he he sold out Madison Square Garden straight from Florida. Like <laughs> I've never seen him before, but it's heard about you know the legend that was Dusty Rhodes, um, you know the the creative mind that he was. Um, it's it's quite fitting that the most you know recent championship match in memory ended with a dusty finish, um, <laughs> and no one complained about it. Um, and <laughs> he um, you know concepts like war games. Uh, and then everyone's impressions of Dusty Rhodes, uh, if you will. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, who are you? You know, we talk about this a lot. Whether it's Vince or it's Dusty or um, or it's Hogan or Macho Man, like he's one of those guys that would just instantly uh, someone that you just imitated because of how charismatic he was and how um, memorable you know a lot of stuff he did was. Like, I mean. I'm, we we may play it later. I'm not sure, but you know, we me and y'all when we talk about promos and we joke around, uh, we always talk. You know, one of the first things we do is talk about hard times. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hogan, when Rock won the Royal uh, the Royal Rumble match. I'm uh, sorry, not the Royal Rumble match, but um, won the title for the last time against CM Punk at Royal Rumble. What was that 13? Yeah. At 13, we talk about the promo he cut right before that and how it like it's so much it, like it's pretty, a, much, a, a, it's pretty hard much a hard time knockoff. It's pretty much a knockoff of hard time exactly, and that's you know, and this is coming from one of the greatest uh, in my mind, the greatest um, Mike guy of all time in the Rock, and um, just bringing it back and you know and talking to a few people about um, older people about Dusty's passing, um, it just one of the things that got brought up was. After you know, just talking about that, I guess you slip your mind. You don't th- even think about that kind of stuff if you're not you know around that that watching that anymore. I was asked when I was younger, and people knew I watched. Um, I followed wrestling. They asked me who was like the last like iconic guy because because they, they started talking about Dusty Rose and Hogan and and Flair and um, and other people like who's like the last like not well not iconic but transcendent actually was the, more the word like. Mm-hmm. People that everyone knew, everyone knew it even or like a household name, that sort of thing. Like your mom will talk to you about that sort of thing. Right. Like, think of uh, transcendent. And um, the last one really is The Rock. And you think like there haven't? Well, you think of it like there's there's Rock, Austin, 
Hogan, Flair, and then after that, I mean, you could say Macho Man as well. Maybe Ultimate Warrior for a short time He's, as a comet, basically, just in and out of our yeah. sight. Maybe Goldberg. Um, and then, and then as, but at some point down the line, like, Dusty was one of those guys. Yeah. And now he's gone, and it's, you know, there's something to think about. Like, wow, this is one of those guys that's like, uh, one of those guys that's like, it, one of the first, if you're talking about chapters in wrestling history under individuals, Mm-hmm. He's one of the first chapters. Yeah. He, um, just the way he would describe things, I, I remember hearing an interview uh, where Dusty said he was never trained how to wrestle. Like, he just immediately knew how to wrestle. Um, whether he embellished things or not, it, it was always g- good to hear, you know, Dusty's stories about things. And, uh, talk to him about the, uh, the field of ambrosia. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... Uh, I want to say like a year ago, uh, first time just looking around at the uh, the network, and I'm I'm watching um, Legends of Wrestling, like this old TV show is based like around uh, like a roundtable discussion amongst uh, various people, whether it's um, Dusty or it's Ric Flair or it's Nick Bockwinkle or Michael or, Hayes. Hay- yeah, Hayes is there Flair. a lot. Lawler. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, they're talking about different subjects, whether it's, um, and a lot of it is like the territory days. Mm-hmm. Explain to people, I guess, people like my age that just like don't know because we, when we watched wrestling, all it was was WWF. Cable, <laughs> national television, WWF, WCW, ECW sprinkled in right. to what we have now. And uh, it was the one about Southern wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to talk about Southern Wrestling, you're going to talk about um, a lot of, you know, Mid-South and a lot of Texas gets brought up in Florida as well. And naturally, we're going to talk about Texas or Florida and wrestling, Dusty has come up. And Dusty was actually there. And uh, he was talking about Dick Murdoch. And uh, they showed an old um, Florida Championship Wrestling match of Dick Murdoch and, and, uh, and Dusty versus... Uh, I can't remember, but it was all—it was Harley Race, some other guy, mm-hmm. and uh, Dusty is basically doing doing commentary of the replay of the match he just had with Gordon Soley, and uh, he's just—he he completely blacks out. He just—he <laughs> he just loses his mind, and he's like, you know, he's got a bicycle. Well, it wasn't that one, but no, it wasn't that know. one. But basically, he's like, I'm, you know, uh, I got pain and agony. He's like, I love Dick Murdoch because while you know. Uh, the other tag teams beating on me, and I got pain and agony on me. Dick Murdoch's out there taking it to him. He said, you might be able to wear him down, but you never wear him out. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, basically, Dusty comes and makes, like, essentially a hot tag without a tag. He comes in and lay, lays waste to, to uh, Harley Race and uh, the other guy. And he says, I got more. He said, look, check him out. Check him out. Go get him, big dust. You know, uh, more moves in a bowl of jello. Look at me. He's like, I'm too fast in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> and and then uh, he basically gets not the other guy, not Harley Race. He gets him outside. He says, "I'm about to take him. I'm about to take him to the fields of Ambrosia. I'm about to take him to the fields of Ambrosia." <laughs> and, and I guess the fields of Ambrosia is tombstones. Is is a uh, power drive to somebody outside yeah. on the floor. And like in that that euphoric state of when you get your ass whooped, like, yeah, you don't I know what so. was going on. I yeah, guess that's the field I, of Ambrosia. I guess so. The fields of Ambrosia. He it was just it was just like sprawl out laugh like sprawl out like laugh out loud funny and and now and 
you know, and that was just any old random day in, in St. Yeah. Pete in St. Petersburg in the Bayfront Center. Right. So, you know, that's that's the kind of person we're talking about, and the kind of um, the kind of character we're talking about um, in wrestling history being gone from us, and um, he'll be dearly missed. Um, a thing I rewatched was Maria Menounos doing the um, dusty impression of him <laughs> at the Hall of Fame in front of him. Um, and it, it was just so funny to see him, you know, he, these wrestlers sometimes really, they're, a lot of them are, are afraid about not being remembered. And the first thing he said was, oh, it's really cool. You know, people still remember, remember me for that. And I'm almost like, mm-hmm. you don't know you're fucking Dusty Rhodes, bro. Like <laughs> these, these guys don't, they don't realize when the kind with, of icons they are. You know, when you're with the lights and met, you know, like. You think about it, it's a lot like um, just normal sports. Like, it's such a youthful thing. Like, yeah. um, Dan, Lebertard, Dan Lebertard talks about this. Like, what it must be like to be to be Michael Jordan and be, you know, when he turned 50, to be 50. Mm-hmm. And you were like this, you were this, like, symbol of youth. By being this by being this type of athlete, you are a symbol of youth. And the same thing with wrestlers. Like, to have that, to be a person, to have that physique and to be a person to be... Out in front of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, and, go and, you're, crazy. and you're stripped and like and you're stripped down to where like you're in front of everybody, literally naked, right, or mostly naked, and like you you're you know you're doing the, you're performing this craft or whatever, and maybe people don't think of it as craft when they're in it or you know at back then anyway, but mm-hmm. you know they're in this thing, and it's such a part of them, and then like it's gone. Right. And so, you know, people, you know, that, that, you know, you get such an ego, such a high off of that, you know, just a natural high of, you know, of entertaining people to be, be away from it for so long. You think, you know, your mind starts playing tricks and you think maybe I'm just irrelevant and it probably ties in. Like you hear, you, you, you've heard the stuff about Ric Flair over the years, yeah. like by this confidence being gone. It's like, you're Ric Flair. What do you mean? Cause yeah. you're, you have no confidence. <laughs> like confidence. It's like is, somebody needs to shake him like back and forth. Like if there's a picture underneath the, the definition of confidence, you think Ric you say Eric Flair, right? <laughs> and you know, so and then, I like, can definitely um, imagine that. Then Dusty snuck the kiss in on Maria Menounos. Oh, wow. You know, smooth Dusty. You know, um, you know he he had two two sons. Um, you know, Goldust and uh, Stardust, um, tremendously talented in their own rights. Gotta One, be a tough loss for them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I imagine that Goldust is actually. Would you be safe in saying he's a future Hall of Famer? Yes, I think I'm at there. I'm at that point too. So, I mean, he's made he like he's even made like genetic contributions uh, to the to the professional wrestling. So, you know, he's just um, well, he had a charisma like you know he was a coach at NXT. But as I was talking with Mike, he was like. You know, the coach on promo was like, "No one's ever gonna be able to duplicate that." Like, you know, he can pass the knowledge, but. It ain't really gonna be too easy to just be like, yeah, I'm gonna start being like Dusty Rhodes. Like, <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of NXT and FC, and you know, and back, I guess back in may have been even F, uh, FCW then. Uh-huh. Um, the Jericho podcast with Dean Ambrose when they were coming up with Dean Ambrose's name, and he's talking about you know, kind of like you know, you kind of remind me of somebody like famous. You got kind of like the, <laughs> he's like, you kind of got like. Uh, Kind of like the the presence of like of like uh, Dean. I'm thinking of Dean, like Dean, like James Dean. Call you Dean Ambrose, baby. <laughs> like you know, uh, and you know that's like he has impact even 
Oh, today's stars. Like, so, literally everyone that's come through NXT since, like, 2007, 2008 has been affected by, you know, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, Kevin Owens put a heartfelt message on um, Twitter. Bray, Bray, Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt was on Twitter. Bray yeah. Wyatt, like... The whole Wyatt family... Apparently, Bray apparently Wyatt he, gave he thought one promo, and then from there he was like, that right there, that baby, that's, that's money, right. you know? And then, uh, you know, he... he he it's, he's responsible for the Lana and Rusev gimmick I just found really? out. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like that was that was his, you know, creation with her. And it's just it's, it's amazing like to think about it like like I said a lot of wrestlers die. Wrestlers die every year. Uh, they're going to keep dying. Uh, but how Dusty Rose touched millions of fans. Mhm. It's it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to um to go on without him, like you know, wrestling will go on, you know, but we'll always have to explain who Dusty Rhodes was. Um, but um, that'll wrap up our first segment. Um, we're gonna go to the Hard Times promo. We're gonna let it play in its entirety. Then we'll be back with our Money in the Bank preview and a little bit of recap Monday Night Raw. Here's the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes and Dusty, your fan. Welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the wrestling fans, it is to Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. With that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard times. That's hard times. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. And we all had hard times together. I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But brother, I am bad and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. Nature Boy Ric Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm gonna reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world now. Reach it out because the love that was given me and this time I will repay you now because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion on this hard time blues. 
Dusty Rhodes Tour 85 and Ric Flair Nature Boy. Let me leave you with this. One way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world's heavyweight title. I'm gonna take it, I've been there twice. This time when I take it, Daddy, I'm gonna take it for you. Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now, cause I came back for you, for that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see a real Wolf champion. And I'm proud of you and thank God I have you. And I love you. Love you! Welcome back to One Nation Radio. Money in the bank. Brought to you by G in the South. <laughs> now the album was released. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, welcome back. Um, try to get up out of the uh, the sadness a little bit and move on. Talk about Money in the Bank. Hopefully that show doesn't make us sad. Um, Money in the bank, someone could die. Yeah, you know, uh, Sheamus could, you know, injure himself again in the latter match. The worst luck in Money in the Bank ever. The worst. Uh, man, this song is just, uh, never okay. There it is. I'm gonna say this ain't never going in. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, we had a two week build for Money in the Bank. Um, we have six matches. Yeah, well, seven if you seven include if, that yeah. buried pre-show match with our uh, truth. Yes, um, the uh, you know two-week build. Um, this one feels a tad bit flatter than Elimination Chamber felt. That's because they did a pretty good job in uh, the first week and the second week. You know, just Monday it was not a good show overall. Um, we had um, a couple things happen on Raw. We had Kevin Owens take on Neville. A pretty good match. We had Ryback and Big Show officially get their thing started and pretty much give us exactly what we wanted to see um, from it. In we, the opposite world, yes. Um, we had Dolph Ziggler and um, a washed-up Kane go at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, and we had Lana basically fall off the uh, the uh, stage. Because she doesn't know how to walk, apparently. Yeah, and... Rusev is slowly becoming a delight uh, of mine. Um, then you had, uh, what was the main event? Oh, yeah, you had J&J uh, out there with Seth Rollins. Um, they, yeah. they pinned the champion. Yeah. Uh, Joey Mercury, number one contender. Yeah. Future title shot. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, it, is this finished move now the headbutt? Who? Mercury. Um, I, I I could say it he, could be just him talking have, is they, finishing move. No, as a real, as a real Vince would be like, hey, you, you, your finish move should be a headbutt. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I don't know, man. He, maybe maybe you know. Uh, but looking forward to Monday in the Bank. I don't want to spend too much time on Monday Night Raw because you Thank know, you. why that thing was dry. No, real dry. Well, no seasoning on that thing, boy. <laughs> there wasn't no seasoning on that. That thing was dry. <laughs> no. Wasn't 
no juice. You know, they need to add a little bit of, you know, good seasoning and maybe a little bit of water on that and, you know, let it marinate. Um, we've got John Cena and Kevin Owens who cut some of the best promos of either of their careers. All right. How many times are we going to say this about John Cena cutting the best promo of his life? Like, is it just the fact that he's like either makes cuts a good promo one week and the next week it's just like rinky dink, paint by numbers? And like, we, we got to start saying that because like, it feels like every month there's at one point during one of these during one of these podcasts every month we say one of those like yeah he cut one of the best promos of his life like it's not like that promo is any bit better than the one he cut uh three weeks ago oh, no, this I'm one. sorry the one going up right against uh Owen's debut I don't think it was I think it was really good yeah the pro- but Cena's really good like that's what we that's do a, like yeah, when he's like him. when he when he wants to cut a great promo he can do that you know people should get off his back but they don't He's the Rasheed uh, Wallace of promos. Like, if he wants to be good, he will be good. If he don't, he won't. It's that simple. <laughs> uh, he and Kevin Owens are going into the rematch very fast. Yeah. Uh, you know, before Dave and, you know, Rollins and Ambrose got to fight for the belt. Nah, man, y'all, we getting this rematch now. You know, uh, Cena was like, nah, man, y'all, or WWE's like, nah, we just can't let this ride. Cena, Cena ain't, ain't losing to nobody. Um, I think it's a bit too quick for the rematch. It kind of zapped some of the feeling out of the victory. It's like, yeah, we want y'all to forget completely about what just happened. Well, I think a lot of that part was the fact that the very next um, Ross, Cena came out there and did typical Cena. Yeah, I lost. Never mind now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like, oh, like Cena, like, other than when he lost to Rock at WrestleMania 28, honestly, dude, like, anytime he loses, he shows up next day, he's like, on to the next. On, on to the next one. Like, he just... That shit don't phase him. Like, losses mean nothing. Like, dude, he's never devastated or he never he's never taken it back. Nah. He's just like, yeah, never all right. Never give up. Yeah, like, never... Like, it's it's a lot... Um, it's similar to... Uh, people have mentioned this. It's a lot similar to how a hill treats a loss after a few. Like, after a pay-per-view match. Like Bray like, Wyatt? Yes, like I, yeah, I'm still in the face of fear. Never mind, Taker beat me last night. Never mind that. Oh man, uh, but pay no, pay no attention to the to the three count. Yeah, no, yeah, you know we we, we still have an issue. Uh, Cena and Owens had a match of the year candidate at uh, Elimination Chamber. Yep. Do we expect the same thing out of these two guys? Um, I don't see why not. I mean, it's six minutes. It's a six. Pay per view. I'm six match pay per view, so yep. they should still get the same amount of time. Um, the only thing I feel like the only thing I can fuck it up will be the finish. finish. Exactly. Yes. Um, which it seems like we're headed for DQ City or some type of fuck finish. Somewhere. Oh, he's about to. He has him up top. Oh, he gets down. Oh, he kicks him in the nuts. Yeah, it's over. It's God over. Damn it! Yep. Like really. Uh, if you know they didn't just dusty finish something uh, last month, I could see this one you know going that way. Um, I can see an injury angle. I can see oh, a, um, you know, some type of, you know, I, I don't know if he'll let, they'll let, um, uh, Owens powerbomb scene on the apron like that and stop the match. Oh, I didn't even think of that. You know, they, they could do something like that. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I I'll take Cena in the, in the victory on this one just to stretch it out. Um, okay, so because they have uh, treated him, because they booked the first one right, 
I'm gonna go out on a limb and just like and be like, yeah, you know, since they built the first one right, I think they built the first one right. They built the second one right, so I think that Kevin Owens will probably win this one mm-hmm. again. I mean, either that or he's taking a count out. I, I, I'm more, I'm more likely to think if they if they're gonna do it right the first time, they'll continue doing it right until SummerSlam when Cena finally gets his or you know whenever. Whenever, yeah, yeah. So I say I I think that he'll win again. All right. Um, moving on to Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose in a ladder match. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get... Before, sorry. I forgot about this one point. So, um, do you remember uh, when Cena first came out, what he said about the rematch? No. Refresh me. He said that this is the most... Oh, yeah, yeah. He said this is the most anticipated match in WWE history. Rematch. Yeah, re- re- yeah rematch. Um, I'm sorry. I thought he rematch, had a rematch with The Rock at WrestleMania before. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I kind of remember Shawn Michaels retiring at in main event at WrestleMania. I kind of remember that. Yeah, you know, sort of. Yeah, you know, I kind of yeah. remember like Rock and Austin main eventing. You know, I, I, to I, WrestleMania. Or, I, I seem to remember Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart um, facing yeah. off for the first time in eighteen months. Yeah, I kind of remember you know Bret Hart and Steve Austin at. WrestleMania 13. I mean, I'm sort of yeah. it's a pay per view match. I'm you know. sort of you know maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken. You no, know, Rock Austin two at uh, WrestleMania 17. Yeah, sort of. Maybe I you know. Undertaker Triple H WrestleMania 28. You know, I yeah. I could be wrong. I, I mean, hey, another thing you, you know, think, you know maybe, <laughs> maybe you know CM maybe. Punk versus John Cena. Hey, you know, um, Night of Champions 2012. You know, or SummerSlam 2012. Whichever one you want to pick. Yeah, I I um yeah man, I just. Uh, you know. I mean, you know, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan, Andre WrestleMania four. Yeah, run it back. I, I, you know, I, I, I maybe, maybe, Macho, you know, Macho Man Ultimate Warriors SummerSlam '92. Yeah, I, I maybe I'm mistaken about these things, but I kind of think all of those John Cena uh, versus Batista WrestleMania uh, twenty six. Yeah, man, I just, I kind of sort of think all those drew more. I, maybe maybe I'm mistaken, but I think all those drew more, a lot more, maybe twice as much. So Rock whatever. versus CM Punk, you know. But dude, I was just like, I keep going, you know. I, who couldn't? Right. <laughs> you know. So I was just like, I can't believe this. I can't believe they did this. And then another one that bothered me was uh, Cole the week before. I think he said something about it was the, the biggest game. match in WWE history or biggest upset in WWE history or something. I don't know. He said either upset or debut match or something along those lines. I was like, nah, bro. Either way, like, you know, the vi- look, an overselling. When I see, see, see now, when we get, when people get mad at Michael Cole for overselling they shit, you gotta remember. You gotta remember, this ain't Michael Cole actually saying this. It's, it's, it's Michael was being told to say it by Vince McMahon. And we gotta call, we gotta leave it at that. Yeah. He's being told to say that stuff. Because um, why, why the fuck else would John Cena say it? That's ridiculous. <laughs> John, oh, Cena's not, John Cena's not really the asshole we think he is. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, we got Rollins versus Ambrose um, for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in a ladder match. Um, how fitting uh, it's a ladder match with two other ladder matches on the card. So they're going to have to find a way to... Um, you know, two money or excuse me, uh, the money in the bank ladder match. I'm so used to it being two. Well, the ladder, well, the championship match is basically to make up the fact there's only one. Yeah. Um, the uh, Rollins and Ambrose have basically done every gimmick match um, there is. 
at this point. I want to say they've had a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, they had a Lumberjack, had a lumberjack match. match. <laughs> yes, it uh, is the best Lumberjack match ever. So I, I expect more excellence from these guys. Um, I was on uh, Chad Matthews' podcast and talked about it a little bit. I'm just hoping. That Actually, Bray no. I talked about something else. On I'm that. just hoping that Bray White doesn't come out and fuck the match up. That's all I'm concerned about. Um, I don't think we have to worry about it in this match. You may have to worry about Roman Reigns, though. Yes, you okay. may have to worry about something else. Uh, Bray Wyatt fucking up another match. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And watch out, Randy Orton, because he's coming for you. Nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Rollins and Ambrose, um, I, th- you know, we got this whole thing about the authority not helping Seth Rollins anymore. Um, Dean Ambrose has been running around everywhere with the belt, you know, because Dean Ambrose lives on the street. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. Um, if y'all haven't he, noticed, they said he hitchhiked to the show. Yes, he hitchhiked <laughs> to the show. Um, that that's funny. He 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 hitchhikes everywhere. So how else did we um, expect him to get there? And this is a lot in my mind. The Ambrose thing, I see it a lot as like the Daniel Bryan. Like I'm going to put like I'm Vince. I'm going to put him over. I'm going to put him over to let you guys know that he's not actually championship material because he lives on the street. Like look at him. He, like like look at look at Daniel Bryan. He's scruffy. He's, he doesn't even eat meat. And then the same thing. Like he look at him. He's scruffy. Look like he lives on the street. Like he lives in a hole. He's not championship material. I'll tease him. With, I'll tease the fans with him having the belt. Yeah, we'll use them to get Roman over. Um, but I think these guys are gonna beat the hell out of each other. Um, kick the shit out of each other, as Aubrey Citizen would say. Um. <laughs> Which, you know, when all else fails, just let him do that. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Kane will, 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 stay, not, away. will stay away. Um, J&J will stay away. Um, Triple H will stay away. <laughs> Everyone will stay Everyone away. Everyone will stay away from this like, match. Hopefully this, ma- hopefully this match will have a pure finish. Yeah, you know, if it ain't pure, you know, <laughs> you know, this finish better be pure. In the words of The Undertaker, yeah, if you make sure the match, the ending is pure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that pure shit will never get old. <laughs> never. Like what? Is, pure? Like what are you talking about here? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I, I've got Rollins winning. Uh, yeah, pure. Same. Yeah, same here. Pure. Well, I don't know about. Well, ain't pure. no pure in a ladder match. There ain't yeah. no rules, bitch. Like, because here's the thing, right? Look, uh, if you if you think that that shit ain't about to go up when Dean Ambrose reaches for it. I don't think that's somebody's gonna fuck with him. Yes. Okay. You, you remember Austin how they is. had um, Austin out there with that briefcase back in '99? <laughs> I understand. We make. I understand they treat him. They have him do a lot of Austin's type stuff, but I don't think they're gonna actually get do that to do him. Like Dean uh, Ambrose about to grab that belt. Nope. Should have reached higher. Uh. Okay. So, I think that Seth Rollins will win. I think he'll win clean the same way that uh, Randy Orton. Beat John Cena clean at TLC 2013, which means he may have to handcuff that man to the ring post and then throw his ass off the ch- off, through a um, off the ladder through a table to beat him. Or he might have to bust his head through bricks again. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Rollins will do it. And then cut. The, will he be able to cut the eulogy again? Like I killed this dude twice. Why not? Get off my radar. Uh, they got to get. Dino Bros out of the main event um, yeah. coming soon anyway. So, yep. um, unless you want to roll this over to Battleground and let it end there, which you could do. I mean, there's, there's always, I mean, there's always Plan B. Yeah, um, and have Roman Reigns uh, ca- cash it in, cash in like these dudes being the hell. Like they both, they both fall off the tape. Like imagine, like they both fall off, right? 
off the off the ladder together. He cashing in just walk over and grab a beer. All of a sudden, you hear that man, you hear that shit. That man walk in, hand that hand the beer case over to Kyoto after winning, and walk right go right up there and pin. Oh my god! Hey, that's a possibility. <laughs> Bro, if they do that, you motherfuckers will lose their minds. Hey, hey, they want to be champion eventually. He's gonna, he's going to win. Yeah, eventually, y'all gonna have to accept it, deal well, with it. My thing is this, right? If he's not going money in the bank, who is? Yeah, like uh, who? Like you gonna let Kane win money in the bank? My thing is this: who's the only who's the only legitimate answer as someone that can actually win money in the bank? It ain't Ziggler. Who is nope. stale is a nope. pack of croutons. Um, Neville is too early. Yeah. Orton, no. I mean, Orton's the only other... Like, if you're going to, like, put these in... By like, star power, yeah. No, not... Well, I mean, like, if you're going to go, like, a betting odds or whatever, you have the second best odds behind Reigns, but everybody else is, like, distant. Everybody like, else you, around yeah, be, like, Yeah, we're going to let Kofi Kingston be Mr. Money in the Bank. Nah, that'll never Fuck happen. that sound like. Yeah. Um, Sheamus, no. Nah, 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 nah. Not in my world, buddy. Sheamus ain't drawing a dime. You know, speaking of Orton, it was weird. He was the most over guy at in New Orleans um, on Monday. Uh-huh. Why? I don't know, but he was. Well, last time he was there, um, that man was being bought that life and going through the tables <laughs> like a real that. man. Oh, really, WrestleMania? That was the last time he was at WrestleMania 30? I don't, I don't know. I'm sure they've been back Sounds there since, though. but it I sounded good. You know, last time you. that man was there on a major stage... You know, he was being bought that life. He almost broke his fucking back. <laughs> Never thought he was going to wrestle again. Dude, when they showed the re- like live, watch it live, I kept saying, oh, I was like, fuck. Fuck, his back's ruined. He'll never want to get Orton almost got that Shawn Michaels hot there, bitch. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I lost my smile. I lost my back. All of that. I'm and his done. belt. Yeah. But, um... Uh, yeah. I forgot we were even talking about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we were talking about Rollins and Ambrose and cashing it in. Yes. Um, like we both said, Rollins, um, we picked to we win. We basically use Reigns to trans. Okay, we basically use- see. Sorry, we're doing basically production meeting right here, but yeah, we basically transitioned two money in the bank off yep. of Roman Reigns ca- potentially cashing in. Uh, All right, Ziggler, so Neville. What, okay. What? Okay. What are the odds in your mind if Reigns wins, which he probably will, that? He ends up cashing in in the same night. I would think they would be smart to hold off on it. Everyone's kind of just expecting that and to just do it. You think so? Because they could do this. They could be. They could be like, all right, well, um, he cashes in, wins the belt. All right, that kind of sucks. They all got screwed, and then uh, next pit, battleground. Triple, rematch. Triple threat match. Too early to get out of the way. You can't so, do it. I don't know, man. They can always come back to it. I don't know, man. I think that's a that's a WrestleMania, like one of the main events, you know, one day. Like, you know, they say there's always three main events at WrestleMania. That's one. That's always a lie. Yeah. Like, tell that, look. Tell that shit to CM Punk. I, yeah, same thing. Like, look, I believe that shit the same way CM Punk does. just means not at all. Um. They, um, you know, you got Ziggler, Neville, Reigns, Orton, Kingston, Sheamus, and Kane, both picking Reigns. Uh, you asked when they will, when would Reigns cash it in, or what's the probability? Um, I say there's a 30% chance he cashes it in the same night. They have been pushing that angle, um, a little bit with Kane. Um, so for them to swerve us 
Um, they would use Roman Reigns in his place. Um, they cashed it in the same night. Um, <clears throat> I had heard this theory floated out there um, that you do the, you know, you let Rollins win it, um, and then you do the cash-in with Reigns, let him cash in on Rollins, and then basically, you know, the attention that Rollins has been building with the authority has been for a reason, be it for a face turn. But the so, thing is, the tension has been from him being a jerk, not from him being like a good it's guy. It's not like they've done this before. They had Randy Orton cut a promo on the entire crowd, didn't expect him to be face uh, three hours later after Evolution dropped him on his ass. They've done this before. Um, that wasn't so, exactly one of their shining booking moments in history either, was it, though? They haven't really shined what Rollins does far in booking, so I don't think it would be too much of a stretch. All right. Um they, you know, and from there, you know, they would go into a rematch. Uh, Rollins versus Reigns for the title at Battleground. Double switch in that match because, you know, Rollins will be gaining this quote-unquote sympathy from the crowd. And because of the fact that people still sort of kind of were waiting for any reason to hate Roman Reigns? Yes. And gotcha. Reigns, okay. you know, you get to boot his ass however, you know, and much you fin- want. And, and he gets with the authority. And it'll finally be legit? Yep. Gotcha. And like I've heard that theory floated out there. What were, what were your thoughts on my, uh, on my, uh, <laughs> on my basic, on me basically saying that uh, him money in the bank could essentially be sort of like his, uh, <laughs> his Survivor Series '98, where he basically is like he's the Rock, and like he's his face, and he's going against you know they put Kane out there. Kane is basically like the the boss man, big, big boss, boss man, man. yeah. What do you think of that? Boy, it'll just be, be, it'll be several layers of evil if that happens. <laughs> like, but I feel like they've got to, they've got to do more. Die, Roman, die. Yeah, you know. You know Roman, always, Roman sucks. Look, this comes, <laughs> Roman is a lot of things, but sucks isn't no, one of them. This, this comes out. He's always been my champion. <laughs> He's been everybody's champion. Look, and then they start playing them clips of everybody talking about Roman Reigns being this high prospect. Like, hell, you can put put one up with Dusty Rhodes talking about Roman Reigns. Look, boo that. You know, believe that. He's always been my champion. Yeah. He's always been my champion. Yeah. Roman Reigns has always been our champion. And then, you know, leads to SummerSlam, face Brock versus Hugh. Um, Roman Reigns running back. Basically running back exactly how it was. Yep, running back, and then, you know, let's see who, who's the best, pretty much. Let's see who's a real man. Um, moving on from that, uh, we have a tag team match for the WWE Tag Team Championships. All the black guys are fighting each other. Um, the New Day will be taking on the primetime players. Oh, wait, before, because uh, there's one other thing. We were talking about uh, <laughs> money in the bank, so... What were your thoughts on when Archu brought his ass out there when Ziggler and uh, Ziggler? <laughs> Dude, here's the thing: I had forgot that he wasn't in the match. Just like, and then all of a sudden, for King a second, go- I was like, "Hold on, there's seven guys in the match. He might be the eighth. That's what I thought. I, in my mind, I was like, "Okay, whatever. He might, he may as well be the sixth guy. I don't even, you know." So all of a sudden, King goes, "Archu, you're not even in the match." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Oh shit! You're right. You're right, dog. I, I'm not. You know, my bad, King. My yeah. bad. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go to the back. You know, I'm gonna be back here if y'all need me. Dude, I was fucking dying. It was like, bro, 
That was the best thing he's done since Awesome Truth. I don't care what no one says. I don't care what no match. How many times he's had to put Bray Wyatt over? None of that. Yeah. That shit was hilarious, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our truth. Always good in my book. Um, the New Day, uh, Biggie and Xavier Woods will be um, on display, and they'll be taking on Darion and Titus O'Neil. Um, I expect the New Day to retain. Um, no real reason to take the titles off them. They're still interesting. They're still the uh, top team in the division. Um, no sense in really, you know, unless you want to start trying to groom Titus O'Neil, which it's been proven a multitude of times that they are not. Yeah. Um, and Even if he's over with the crowd. Yes. Uh, it, Titus O'Neil got started wearing some like wrist tape or something. Like I pointed this out to you. Like <laughs> I, this, and this I, I, I never awkward. noticed it. Like, I never noticed it until you brought it up. Either like he, he's too damn big. Like to not like his arms just look naked. Like he got to figure something out with that. Um, another match we have for the Intercontinental Championship: Ryback versus The Big Show. Um, Is has Miz been added to the match yet? No. Is it, you think he's going? Oh, so wait, even including SmackDown uh, spoilers. Uh, I have not included the SmackDown spoilers. Okay. Um, it's actually on right now, I think. But um, oh well, about to watch the NBA Finals. Um, Ryback and the Big Show. Ryback shell shots Big Show's big ass on Monday. Uh, why the fuck does Big Show want to be Intercontinental Champion? Great question. I don't know. Um, like I, he's been Intercontinental I, I, Champion. I don't. I don't get it. Um, I don't understand how. How did he? Better question. How did he earn the title shot? How did Miz earn a title shot? <laughs> he didn't get a title shot, though. That's, yeah, the that's thing. true. That's true. Like, uh, Big- I, I'd be asking that question, too, though, but still, yeah. like, you know. Um, well, even Miz, he'd be like, well, I mean, I think he may have won the damn thing more than anybody in the last few years, except for maybe Ziggler. Yeah. Um, or Barrett. I like how Ryback basically is just, he gets Roman Reigns leftovers almost. Damn. Like, like, he'll have a good TV match with Luke Harper, then all of a sudden Ryback will have a, one with Luke Harper, pretty much, and it'll be better. And then <sighs> Ryback um, will will be fighting against Big Show now after Reigns fights against Big Show, and Ryback's going to do it better, I feel like. You think uh, so? I feel like he is. Aside from that last one. Okay, because, I, mean, I mean... Well, it's just going to feel he, better. Like, I feel like this is... Like, it's not like Roman Reigns and Big Show, we're just like... Why is like number one prospect they have fighting this this still this dude that shouldn't be re- probably shouldn't be wrestling anymore? That's like the frustration involved with that. That is because if so, that's understandable. Um, but Ryback is just gonna keep proving that he's over, that he's worthy of. Um, I'm not sure if he's a main eventer. I'm not. I'm not sure Ryback will ever be that. You know what he is? He is a summer blockbuster movie. In in this day and age, like he's just he's basically the like Ryback is the big dumb action movie that had a hundred and fifty million dollar budget, like that's in three D IMAX three D. Like yeah, obviously it's not gonna it's it's never gonna win any Academy Awards, but you're gonna go see it and um, you're gonna be entertained. You're gonna go see it because it's because you're gonna be entertained. Like and that's the main thing. Like you're not here trying to you know. You know, you're not going to see any. Uh, you're going to see you're going to see big power lift stuff. Like you're going to see cool, like cool stuff. You're not going to see like no you're technical. A good chant. Like there's like there's no Dean Malenko in that ring. Like you're not going to see none of that. You know, you're not going to see a bunch of rest holes with him. You're going to see power lift type stuff and meat hook clotheslines and stuff. Like 
and the dude's over. Like, I mean, not everybody can be the same. Like, we need some diversity. I mean, and that's probably me saying that's probably the reason why Kane and Big Show still exist, but. <laughs> like, you need, like, bro, the gigantic. Kane is, bro, when Kane was bumbling around, I texted or I Twittered you, like, Kane was washed up like Willie Mays. Out there as a Madden center field, yes, just bumbling <laughs> like like he didn't, he wasn't taking any bumps. Like Ziggle gave him a drop kick and he just bumbled backwards. Like it was just. Did you see the DDT? No. All right, so you know how I he was does, falling in and know, out of sleep. All right, you know how he always ends up with the jumping DDT thing. That, yeah. You know, so let me know, guess, Kane's head didn't touch the ground. All right, so you know how he always slaps you on your back, lets you know that's when you need to drop. Yeah. He slapped him on the back and then like one whole second passed and then he finally dropped. <laughs> I can't need to just lay He's it like, down, I need man. to do this at the apex of the movement. He's like, drop. And then like, oh my God, what are you, like, Kane out here just. Just ruining matches. What are you, I, I, like, man, not even Dolph Ziggler. Not even Dolph Ziggler. Even though he still has a character in the ring, he's not. Yeah. Like, not even he can save you, man. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know where to go from here with him. Like, it's, it's, it's really on that boy's men time. It's the end of the road. Yeah. Um. Undertaker wouldn't be proud of this, Kane. Oh, my God. Um, in our final match, um, Nikki Bella will be putting the Divas Championship on the line against Paige, um, who fresh off the Twin Magic uh, defeated Paige um, in a match for the Divas Championship. Good to know we're still back to tw- we're back to Twin Magic. Yeah, we're just going backwards in the Divas division. So, my question is, right, did, did the Kofi uh, Xavier Woods thing happen? They were like, yeah, we can do Twin Magic again. Yeah. Is that what happened? I, I, w- I would assume so. And they even made Brie look like Nikki a little bit to make it happen. Except her weave, her, her excision game, man, is ridiculous as her still is. Bro, that excision game is still ridiculous. I don't, I'm, I'm confused, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Yeah. How do you wrestle with that? I, I'm still, I'm still like. Good, good sewing. I, I guess so. Good sewing. I um, guess so. Uh, Nikki Bella and Paige, I'm sure they'll put together a nice little match. I but, hope they put together a nice match. But I I would just like to say we're on Charlotte slash Sasha Banks alert at this point. Man. Like, the, the, the clock is ticking. Um, <clears throat> I think they're really going to go through with this. Um, Nikki Bella hold the belt as long to break AJ Lee's um, record uh, 295 days, if I'm not mistaken. I think Nikki's like around 199, if I'm not mistaken. So you mean to tell me this is going to last past SummerSlam? Or right around that point. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe Night of Champions or something. and Or the night after SummerSlam, however they want to do it. So all the people that get consistent TV time, right? Who do you think is the most stale guy? Or girl? Girl. Guy or girl? Like, you know, like... I think Paige is kind of stale. I mean, she's been gone. She hasn't done shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. She's, she's, uh, I she's, mean, she's kind of the same... She, like, I, I would say she's stale because, if one, they have, like... They haven't like, done she's shit just, with she's her. She just kind of walked back into the yep. title picture. She was gone for, like, a month and no, there was no, like, angle to it. She just came out and just like kicked she, the heat. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, also, Dolph Ziggler was very stale. Um, I wouldn't say very stale, just stale. Like, like, I still want to see him on TV, um, but ultimately, like, all I want to see is him go out there and have a raw, like, a, a raw match in 
Like, I don't mean raw match meaning good. I mean, like, a, a match on raw, I watch it, and then, like, whether he wins or lose, I can just, like, just disappear. see you next week. Yeah. And then, like, hopefully he has some, like, you know, some some fuckery happens in one of these matches that he has. Eventually, that leads to a, a pay-per-view match. Like, if Ziggler doesn't get handed the mic right now because I don't know what he... Like, he doesn't have an angle. Like, he's... He's, he's, he's doing been, bad comedy. He's been the same guy for how long now? Two years? Ever since, yeah, yeah. After that double turn with Del Rio, he's been saying guy for two same years. Guy. Like, Hasn't I mean, sniffed the main event. Like the only thing that ha- like the only thing that happens around him, like, is like the circumstances. Like, does he, bro? They... Like, it's not about him. It's about who he's involved with in, in matches or angles that, that determines how hot he is at the time. Like, but other than that, he's the same guy. Yep. Um, ever since, like, it's been like 2015 has been like a lost year kind of for Ziggler. Like, you get his ass, his ass gets fired. On the first Raw of the year, which, you know, kills all the momentum he built from the ladder match in Survivor Series. Um, then he comes back and gets dumped out in 30 seconds in the Royal Rumble after being number 30. Was he in there for 30 seconds? He Literally? was in there for like two minutes. You know, yeah, they, short, they threw yeah. him out. Um, then he's in a six-man at Fastlane, which is, you know, largely forgettable. Um, he's the last one on the ladder with Daniel Bryan, thinking, you know, you're going to get a program with Daniel Bryan to come out of that. You get one match. Like, you get one match at Raw, and what we're going to do, we're going to have, we're going to have, like, Bryan, we're going to have the, ass. we're going to have the Euros, the, the Euros come out and, 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 and basically just still just focus. Just kill y'all. Just still focus. Uh, and I think that, you know, he was headed towards a feud with Daniel Bryan where eventually Ziggler would have turned. Um, and then, you know, they were like, okay, you know, we, we don't have the Daniel Bryan program for you. We're going to put you with Rusev. Then Rusev, you know, like I've been saying, buy Rusev some fucking shoes. You know, he breaks his foot. And yeah. then Ziggler's kind of left out in the cold calling the money in the bank or calling the uh, elimination chamber with all faces in the ring and the shit getting awkward. Oh, no, I mean, I mean that whole thing was a disaster because of, of they let Mark Henry out. Like, who knows what happened. That is one of those all best are off type things. Like, just bad things are just happening. Yeah, happen unfortunate things are happening. Like, whether it's Daniel Bryan, whatever is wrong with him, or Chambers breaking. Or bad creative. Yeah, that <laughs> Then he too. had to kiss Sheamus' arse after winning. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. A kiss my ass match ain't, ain't helped nobody. Yeah, that was a, that was such a stupid gimmick. Like, bro, we're not, we're not doing, like, no, man. Uh, so, Dolph Ziggler, he, I think he needs that money in the bank, but, he won't get it. Nah. Uh, <laughs> the best he can hope for is, is, is coming out of it, you know, with something with oof, with Neville, maybe? Who knows? I mean, that... I, I don't know. Somebody got to turn. He got to turn to fight Neville. He has to turn. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, that's our that's our preview for Money in the Bank. Um, it's going to be a good show. I'm not going to be able to watch it live, unfortunately. I'll be at work till about... 10 o'clock. <laughs> Neither will I, because game five of the finals will be on. Yeah, um, so I'll, I'll catch it on the replay. You know, it is in the archives. Same here. Um, I'm off that Monday, so I'll probably watch it in the morning, maybe. I'll probably just watch it after. I'll probably watch the replay, like, um, yeah, I'll just watch the replay. I'll stay up till, I guess, what would that be, two or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll catch it. I just won't be watching it live. Um, they, you know... One Nation Radio, we got you know some big news on deck. Um, we'll be letting you guys know in the upcoming weeks. Um, it'll be big news regarding the show. Um, possible big moves being made. Um, but uh, anything to add, James? Before we get up out of here? Um, nah, man. I you know I guess kind of like the same thing I say when it's 
um, the last two years with WrestleMania, or or last year WrestleMania, or this year WrestleMania. I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind on what years which, but it's kind of like just need SummerSlam to get here, man. <laughs> just, just need some <laughs> like same thing. You just need SummerSlam to get here. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, the Dusty Rhodes, and uh, this is One Nation Radio. Later. Peace.